This is a free download from the BBC. For more information, go to bbc.co.uk slash podcasts. Good hello, ladies and men, sir. You want to buy fine jewels for the lady? Dearie me, what a week. Let's go around the room so you can hear just who's here. Hello, boss. I'm Justin, your reporter. Uh, hello, I'm Paul, your temp... Uh, well... Oh, scoins! Scoins! R- do it again. Good hello, ladies. You want to buy a lovely leather wallet for your gentleman friend? Dearie me, what a week! Let's go round the room so you can hear just who's here. Hello, boss, I'm Justin, your reporter. Hello, I'm Kelly, I'm not really sure what I'm doing. Hi, I'm Paul, I'm the producer. And let's hear who's not here. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. This week was full of rows. We even argued over fruit. Or was it veg? It was fruit. Oh, was it? I thought it was veg. No, it's a fruit. Veg! It's a Monday show today, which is appropriate. What with it being... What day is it, Kels? Monday. Thank you. So uh, we're kind of just easing ourselves into the week a little bit. Slowly, gently, not too fast. Slowly, slowly, catchy monkey. What does that mean? Just me to creep up. On a monkey? Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? Who wants to catch a monkey? Well, like, we all, we all we want, want a monkey, to, yeah. but I don't want to catch one. But the thing is, when you get the monkey, you've got to think about what happens after then, because, you know, Michael Jackson found that, although it wasn't a monkey, it was an ape, but it went a bit feral. I don't... Listen, can we just stop this nonsense, right? Mm. Orangutan, spider monkeys, apes, gorillas, they're all monkeys. No, they've got no, no tail. No, 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 I'm not buying that. That is complete bullshine. They are it's all... If it looks like a monkey, if it smells like a monkey, if it chucks its feces at you like a monkey, it's a monkey. All this... Uh, it's like the whole thing of tomatoes are fruit. No, it's not. It's a vegetable. We know it's a vegetable. Oh, no, it's a fruit. It's not. Oh, and what is a banana... Kelly, here's something for you, Kelly. What's a banana? It's yellow and you peel it. And yeah, but what is it? Fruit. No, no, it's not. It's a herb. It's a herb. No, it's not it's a herb. Really? It's a banana. No one, it, oh. no one sprinkles... Oh, can you get me some dried ground banana? Who decides that it's a herb? Yeah, exactly. Because it's cheeses. from a tree. Because it fits certain biological categories, OK? It, so I'm sorry it doesn't fit in with your um, taste-based... Um, a banana is a fruit, right? You ask... You go up to anyone, is it... Apart from some I- idiot... Who go, oh, it's actually, it's a herb. And uh, did you know tomato is a fruit? No, they're not. Tomatoes are vegetables, bananas are fruits, and anyone... All, all things that climb trees with their hands that look like monkeys are monkeys, and anyone who says otherwise d- doesn't even deserve... Uh, doesn't even deserve. Uh, yeah, they don't deserve. Yeah, you are saying this out loud. I am saying this out loud, and I mean it. They don't deserve to be alive. Oh, yeah, there I've are. said it. I've said it. If you think a gorilla is not a monkey, then shame on you. Go and jump off a cliff. If you think a banana is a herb, then go, g- disappear up your own backside. And if you think a tomato is a fruit, then I don't. Uh, you're certainly not the kind of person I'd like to live next door to. Three Counties Radio. The farms is not a fruit. We've est- no, hang on, banana. No, tomatoes are not a fruit. That's what we've established in the last fifteen minutes so of the show. I thought. Yes, Kelly. That if it grew on trees, fruit grew from the ground, veg. No, it's about where the seeds are. Yeah, it's about where the seeds are. If it's in my fruit bowl, fruit. If it's in the fridge, veg. There you go, sorted. Thanks very much. If it's in a salad, veg. If it's uh, in a fruit salad, it's fruit. Thank you. I'm right, aren't I, Dave? Oh yeah, I don't know. Well, have a listen to this. What is a banana? Well, I thought it was a fruit. Well, it's not. It's a herb. Oh, is it? Yeah, but it's a fruit. 
Oh, yeah, well, that's what I said. Well, exactly, but you're, you're Sorry, wrong. Uh, it's, a, it's a herb. Yeah, OK. What, what, is a herb. A, what is a tomato? It's a vegetable. No, it's a fruit. No, it's a vegetable. It's a fruit. No. It's a fruit. All right. But it's a vegetable. Oh, dipstick. What is a potato? That's a vegetable. No, it's not. Oh, here we it's go. It's a meat. A meat? A pot- no, a honestly, meat. a meat, a potato is a meat. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Where are you getting all this But it's not, it's gar- a vegetable. Where are you getting all this garbage from? OK, OK, here's something for you. This is, this is true, right? And this will blow yeah. your mind. Now, what is a chicken yeah. drumstick? Well, it's a part of a leg, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So, what would you think? What would you think that makes it? What what food category would you think that makes it? Well, what do you mean? It's meat. Wrong. It's a fruit. (laughs) A chicken drumstick is classified as a fruit. Am I on Free Kelly's radio? It's classed as a fruit. Who goes around making these classifications? That's what you say. Okay. Well, that's what I say. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know more than you, Dave Luton, yeah, yeah, as we've yeah. proved many, many, oh, no, many times. No, you had to apologise to me twice, haven't you? What for? Yes. In on the past. No, mate, you made up. Yeah, remote control, where you got record button, remember? Didn't have to apologise for that, I was just you doing did. that to keep you, you Yeah, you brought me back up and apologise. Um, I'm not talking... The second, the second you... apology, Dave? Pardon? The second apology, Dave? I can't remember what it was now. Yeah, because it didn't happen. It did? No, mate. Oh, you're supposed to... No, no, you're supposed to have done me apologies, but you said, no, I'm not giving Dave apologies. Well, what was it for? I've got no idea well, now. exactly, because you, you just... You had a dream one night. I had a dream I was in a French no. post office last night. Yeah, yeah. It's true, yeah. I did. Oh, wasn't it when that guy... That Mark... Mark they weren't queuing. It was driving me nuts. Wasn't it that Mark, man, Mark on um, for Traders? What? Didn't he ring you or something what? on your private phone? Who? Mark. Well, I forget his what? name. Watts. Yeah, did. Oh, Ma- oh Mark yeah, Watts. He, yeah, and you, you said, oh, I suppose he told me I've got to apologise to you, but he, you said I'm not. Well, I'm not going to... Listen, I'm not going to apologise because Mark Watts from Rogue Traders, a made-up person, tells me to apologise to you. Oh, all right, then. Uh, well, this happened on the... Paul, I'm going to interrupt you, if you don't mind. Um... Away you go. Oh, uh, uh, this happened on the podcast. And, just have to, uh, I just have to explain. Sorry. Uh, we, we play music. Uh, Paul Squire's producer, when he speaks, just feel the um, will to live being sucked out of everything. So this, suddenly it's a bit jollier. Squire's away you go. <laughs> the show took a very bad turn this week. It all started with... That, it all started with... Um, uh, it all started with an incident during the paper review on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. What you got in the papers? Oh, this thing about um, Philip Seymour Seymour Talented actor, terrible drug problem. What's his name? 
was his name? Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, that's the fella. OK. Yep. So he died unexpectedly and has not left any of his multi-million pound fortune for his children because he doesn't want them to become trust fund kids. Saying that, his wife and their... I don't, were they married? I don't know. Anyway, the mother's children's oh. 46. They were still together at the time. She's got everything and she'll probably see him right. So let's not fuss about it, eh? You can't even look at me, look. You can't even look at me after that. <laughs> what? So childish. Not only that, but she who shall not be named tried to kill me with cake. Justin, Hello. Justin, can you hear me? Justin, 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 can you hear me? Justin, 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 can you hear me? Justin. Hello, oh, you can hear me. Yes. Hello, mate. Okay. Yeah, I'm all right. I thought I'd sneak up on you from behind. And yeah, scare you were you. sneaking. Yeah. Like a ninja, like a radio yeah. ninja. You are on fire, aren't you? I am on fire Wowzers. this morning, Justin. And I was wondering if you had to lose a cent, mm. which oh, chocolate trifles just been brought down. Oh, beautiful. If you had to lose a sense, Justin, yes. which one would you go for? Um, probably my sense of taste, believe it or not. Really? Yeah, probably. Because you don't... I mean, when you eat, anyway, you smother your food in salt. Yeah, exactly. And you smother your drinks in uh, sugar. Yep. So I guess you, you wouldn't necessarily miss the taste so much, would you? No, I don't think I would do, because uh, uh, the, the taste has been so dilutive. But for me... The number one sense of all time has got to be the sense of smell. When you go somewhere nice and you're... You're insane! The number one sense of all time is smell? Yes, of course it is. Oh, dearly, dearly, dearly. You are... Okay, well then, what, you're going to smell music? Uh, no. Ah. But you can smell memories. No, you can't. Yes, you can. You can't smell. You can. If you go somewhere really special, there is a distinctive smell, and that smell will stay with you forever until you smell it next time. Well, you what with me? Me- what memories can you smell, Just? Well, the the, the smell of being abroad. Oh. That's one smell. The smell of roses. Okay, and the smell of other things which I can't talk about. Like what? What? There's trifles just arrived. Trifle. Other things which are oh. very nice as well. Oh. What? Oh. Get your headphones on, Boyle. <laughs> right, you're in trouble. Is it horrible? No, it's got cherries in, yeah? Yeah. Uh. Cherries with pips in. No, you're kidding me. There's a pip in there. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, I've just broken a tooth on a truffle. <laughs> what are you doing, Boyle? Oh, dear. I'm really sorry. I've just broken a tooth on a trifle. A baby trap, my child. It's not a pork scratching. <laughs> it's not a pork scratch, is it? <laughs> Sadly, those two things combined have affected the next two weeks. I'll explain more later. Taser's got you talking on Tuesday. They would do, wouldn't they? Oh, get that taser off! Stop it, Ben! Stop it! I raised the question of trust in the police, which is why Sarah called in. I think you need to leave the police alone a little bit. Um, I live with my one of my sons is a police officer. Until you live with a police officer, you do not realise the depth of work that they actually do. And it's all the, they go whole days without getting a break. They go from one to the other. One minute they can be holding somebody's hand because they're bereaved, somebody's been found dead. The next minute they can be looking for a missing child and it's a whole range. But I think it's, I would like you to, to look at all occupations. You know, we've had doctors who've been struck off because they've lied. Yeah, and they're, and they're bad as well. Sarah, Sarah, I don't need to live with a police officer to have the right to question their integrity. Of course I don't. Sorry? I don't have to, live, don't... I don't have to live with a police officer to earn the right to question their integrity. No. Oh, no, but what I'm saying to you is you 
uh, the very last thing you said um, before I phoned in was um, there aren't many jobs. The police have got your liberty at stake. You alluded to your safety. Well, what about the journalist, as a journalist yourself? What about the journalist yesterday? I'm not, a, I'm not a, Sarah, I'm not a journalist. You're not, well, that's interesting, because I did read about that on uh, when I Googled you yesterday, and it said that you'll never be a decent journalist, so that's interesting you say you're not. No, I'm, um, not, well, I'm, not, I'm not a journalist. I'm not, I'm not a member of a journalist union. I don't go and do... Rep- I'm not a journalist. In you the don't slightest. have to be a member. So what are you? You're just a DJ, but you don't play records. No, well, no, I'm not a DJ either, Sarah. I'm a broadcaster. I used to be a comedian. I used to be a comedian. I haven't been a comedian for, I would say, about eight years. I'm a broadcaster. I'm not a journalist. So what's your point? And part of part of the part of what you're doing is also be journalism because you are investigating. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Uh, we have journalists, oh, I, Sarah. Then I wonder what we pay you for in the BBC, Sarah. Other no. than to pontificate and tell us what you think is right. No, Sarah, you, you've got a chip on your shoulder, and I'm hoping you're going to listen to what I I'm saying. Got a chip. I'm hoping you're going to oh, listen. My, I'm you hoping. What you mean is because somebody disagrees with you, you can't have that, can you? No, no, no. Sarah, Ian's always right. I just thought Sarah, I'd phone and tell you. Sarah, she's going to hang up. She's going to hang up. She's no, going to be not, a hit Ian, and run. Well, then listen. No, then Sarah. Go on. Then, then, then listen, Sarah, because you've obviously not heard what I was saying earlier. Uh, and you're not hearing what I'm saying now. We have some excellent journalists here at BBC Three Counties Radio. Uh, they go and investigate the stories. I read what... The, I hear what they tell me. I read it. And you know what I do? I question it because I'm allowed to question it. I question the integrity of the police because there have been so many examples when they have betrayed our trust. And uh, not just in, in, you know, you could say Plebgate was a, was a minor thing, although actually the, the ramifications of the police lying to try and target someone is actually quite big. But there have been huge examples. Hillsborough and Stephen Lawrence are the two that spring to mind where the police have lied. Now, you may also have missed me saying, I think the majority of police do an excellent job. I don't if you heard that bit. I did hear that. Well, then, then there you go. Then I'm allowed to question them and I'm allowed to put forward my opinion. What's your opinion? Sorry, I thought you invited people on to give their opinion. That's why I've just and asked you just what your opinion to... is. And when I give my opinion, you tell me I've got a chip on my shoulder. I've just asked so... you what your opinion is, Sarah. What's your opinion? Oh, sorry, so you don't want me to answer your question. I've got to... Oh, OK, this is a really... Str- I thought the BBC was for the people, not just for Ian Lee, but there you go. So what's my opinion? My opinion is... Oh, dear. Yes, they do some major... What I'm saying is every occupation has people who will lie. They will cover. We're talking specifically about the police. We're not talking about journalists. We're not talking about doctors. We're talking specifically about the police. So what's so your you opinion? My opinion is that you can't look at them in isolation. Well, you I have to. They're the police, work. Sarah. They're the, they are the no, police. Why do but you have to compare them? Because that is how you can make a good judgment. If you've ever studied, I don't need. You... I don't need to compare Hillsborough to a doctor or to a journalist to know that that was really, really bad. You don't have to compare them all the time. But that's how you could give good evidence. I'm trying to evidence what I'm saying by comparing and contrasting it to other occupations. And that is what... Um, that's called evidence-based talking, but you don't want me to give the evidence well, no, it's why called, I don't it, think it's the police called, in isolation. Where's the evidence about the, 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 whether we trust the police or not? What's that got to do with journalists or doctors? I don't see the I'm connection. I'm saying I trust... 
I'm saying I trust them as much as I trust a lot of occupations. Okay, as so that's opinion. As much as I trust when so I go to my not my, yeah, it is opinion, my opinion, not evidence. It's opinion, not evidence, yeah. And I'm evidencing it against other <laughs> occupations, such as You're yesterday it. a journalist. It is my opinion, but that's what you phone me to phone in and give you. Sarah, now calm, you're saying it can't be. Sarah, calm down, calm down. We can't. Ian, I listen to you every morning, and I am so. I suggest I to suggest, go to Five Live. So, I, do you know what, Sarah? I, shall we all do that? Well, I can't do that because I'm working here. But I would, I would really no, like you to. Before Christmas, I would. Before Christmas, you told us to go to Heart. Go, so Sarah. Go I where did. you want, love. Sarah, go where you want. I honestly don't mind. Go if you want to go to Five Live. Nikki Campbell does an excellent job. She gone? She's gone. Deary me. Nikki Campbell does an excellent job. All's fair in love and war. It's not a phrase that normally shocks me. Until Simon said it. Hello, hello there, Ian. Hello there, Simon. Ian, is it? It is. Is that Simon? Yeah, it is. Uh, Simple Simon from Stockfold. Lovely. Everything is uh, okay in love and war. What does that mean? Whatever happens, we have the enemy. Shoot them down. Be it plain, be it what it is, it's the enemy. Who? It's the enemy. Who's the enemy? You are. In what respect? In respect, as everything is fair in love and war. I'm assuming you're talking about the Malaysian airliner. I certainly am. Carrying 280, uh, 298 am. Yes. civilians, 80 of them children. Yes. Uh, none of them, as far as I'm aware, Ukrainian or Russian. No, that's okay. Was shot down by Russian separatists in, in, in Russian airspace. Over, well, Ukrainian airspace. Okay, then whatever. Everything is is uh, goes. Think of the last two wars. Well, there there are rules to war, aren't there, Simon? There are rules. <laughs> not, not not at the moment, there ain't. Well, but you, you're referring to the last two wars. There was, of course, the Geneva Convention, which laid out well, that, that, that means rules. Nothing. That means nothing. Well, then why did you mention the last war? Well, because an enemy is an enemy. Be he any kind. Now, England is involved in this how, uh, how is as a, well. How is a Dutch child an enemy of uh, the Russian separatists? They are part, the, the, uh, they're part of, uh, of our world. They are not on the side of the, of the uh, people there with the rifles. That argument, that argument might have some... Well, it wouldn't have much credence, but it would have more credence if it wasn't an accident that this aeroplane was shot down. It didn't shoot it down deliberately. It, an ac- they it shot it down. It was, in co- it, it was deliberate. No, it was, it was all routes, all, all signs seem to be indicating it was incompetence and an inability yeah, to use absolutely. highly technical equipment. Absolutely. Incompetence. That, that means it was, it was uh, not deliberate. Well, uh, I, I think uh, when we do find out why that was brought down, then we will get the truth. Do you think we'll ever get the truth on yes. this? Yes. Really? Yes. And you think it's OK that some Russian separatists funded or at least uh, tooled up from uh, Vladimir Putin... Correct. Uh, ..with equipment that they didn't really know how to use... Correct. You think it's OK that they shot down an aeroplane carrying 298 civilians, 80 of them children? On my first words, I said, all is fair in love and war. But even murdering kids? Yes, even that. Did, did the Germans murder? They didn't... They, 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 well, again, the Geneva Convention kind of... The, the, you, you can argue what happened in the death camps. I'm not yes. saying that that makes that right, but... It uh, doesn't make it right. You're saying it Germany makes it right. Denied, 
doing what they did. So but what... we know we know the facts now okay. that they did it. We know the facts. We know the facts. Yeah. Why is as German atrocities? What have, what have German atrocities got to do? It's as I told it in the start. It's all is fair in love and war. Supposing like your wife or your son had been on that aeroplane, would you still be saying that? Do you think? Uh, yes, I would. You'd be you'd be philosophic, going, "Ah, oh, well, all's fair in love and war." Yes, that's it. Yeah. Say, and ask, do you think ask that... Any, ask any German, ask any Nazi. Again, Simon, I, the, the, the Nazis, that was quite... That was about 70 years ago. Yes. I suggest you leave the, the, the Second World War. Get rid oh, of that resentment. OK, okay. they was flying over Russian airspace and they were people who shouldn't have been there. They should have been flying around the war space. What the... Uh, sorry, what are they doing flying... They were flying over... at 33,000 feet. Yes. Which, which is, which is uh, would, would, again, show these people, if they'd been able to use the equipment properly, that this was a civilian plane, this was yeah. a passenger jet. Right, who, who's, who's back are you putting it on, then? Whose back am I putting it on? Yeah, who, who, is, who is it fault, then? Well, the, the, the people that shot the plane down, the Russian separatists, they shouldn't have done it. They're at war. But with not with not with not with Malaysia and not with the Dutch. <laughs> okay, you say what you like. I'm telling you, Simon. Right. Simon, final question before you go, Simon. Oh, the final question was going to be: Did those passengers on that plane deserve to be shot down? That was the final question, and we'll, we'll never know the answer to that. But um, really curious to know what he would have thought. I'm just going to be silent for a few seconds and let you digest what you just heard in that phone call. OK, be comfortable? Right, we'll carry on. Let's go to Peter in Wolverton. Morning, Peter. Good morning, Ian. Peace be with you, brother. Thank um, you. I- I'm taken aback. I think um, we all are a little bit. Yes, indeed, indeed. It's an unusual opinion. Um, very, very much so. Um, war is um, not very nice. But love is an uncontrollable emotion, which we all get involved in, and let's hope more people get involved in it. However, silent peas, pneumonia, <laughs> and uh, pneumatic, how about that? <laughs> now, now, now. No, I'm, just, I'm, I'm laughing because I'm recovering from the shock, and it's just such a wonderful, wonderful quantum leap. This is why I love this show, Peter, is we can, we can just jump from one planet to another. And I appreciate you bringing humour after what was quite a tense moment. Uh, yeah, the silent pee and pneumonia and pneumatic. You've got to love a silent pee. You certainly have, yes, absolutely. It's and as the older, the older I get, the harder it is to have a silent pee. <laughs> the sun is fantastic today. It's Britain's fantastic sun. So get this, Kells. G- George Harrison, mm. according to the NME, the the uh, lo- um, bass player, the mm. bass player from the Beatles. Yeah. According to the NME. Yeah. The New Musical Next. Express. He had a tree planted in his memory when he died in in America. It's been eaten. Bye, mm. bye, bye, bye. Go on. He was in the Beatles, he's been eaten by bugs, Beatles. Uh-huh. What, what, what's eating it? Beatles, Beatles. yeah, Beatles. Hey, chewed is the headline. <laughs> Beatle Harrison tree eaten by Beatles. They've then done some Beatles pun songs. Okay. I mean, okay. effectively, the story's just an excuse to do this, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. It's the bite album. Uh-huh. Right. But this, some of these don't make sense. Some are good. Eleanor Twigby. Yeah. All You Need Is Bugs. Yeah. From Tree To You. Yeah. Roll Over Barkhoven. No. <laughs> I'm not accepting that one. And I Love Fur. Uh, okay. We can wipe it out. No. 
A hard day's bite. OK. That's a good one. Do you want to gnaw a secret? Nice. Mm. Pester day. <laughs> and here's one I don't get. Got to get you into my leaf. That's rubbish. It's not even a pun, it's just like it's swapped words. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a better one off the, the top of my head. Um oh, I'm gonna do a better I'm gonna do a brilliant one. Oh I've got one. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Barks. Farts Club Band. What's that got to do oh. with Beatles eating things? It's got to be connected to this, is it? Yeah. Okay, sorry, I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, I didn't pick up on that. Kelly. Tree got one. said, tree said. Hey, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, uh, good day, bumshine. <laughs> <laughs> OK, in the Times, page six. You're a six-year-old in a grown man's body. I mean, six is uh, mature. Good day, bumshine. I was on the phone to my friend, right, today. Good day. That's a good one. Why did you do that? Let's replace song titles with bum. I was on the phone to my friend Ian yesterday. Right? Other Ian. And the kids are at an age where they find, they, they, they find it hilarious if there's someone else who's got the same name. Like my eldest, if there's someone with the same name as him, it just blows his mind. So I was on the phone and they came downstairs, it was bedtime, but they came downstairs completely naked because they wanted some milk. And I said, boys, I'm on the... Why'd that to be naked for milk? <laughs> That's what we do in the house. And I said, boys, I can't talk. I'm on the phone. You'll never guess who I'm on the phone to. And he said, who? I said, I'm on the phone to someone called Ian. They thought that's hilarious, right? And then they started going, Ian! Ian! <laughs> and then they got bored of that and they started going, Ian! <laughs> Ian! And then they just dropped it and changed it to Willie. So that was, that was where, I, where Good Day Bumshine comes from. <laughs> it's inspired by the children. Still the funniest thing I've ever said in my life. <laughs> Catherine. British women prefer Italians, apparently. Oh, dearie me. Well. Lots of Italians in Bedford, if you're looking. Yellow bum marine. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we hear from Scoins? Yeah, go. Cue music. Would you like to hear around <laughs> what happened <laughs> around 7 o'clock on Wednesday? Uh, no? You should come to a party. Tough. <laughs> say more, just say more. I love oh. it, just do it. Okay. Riff, 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 um, riff. Make after, it up. Put it down, riff. Well, OK, riff. riff. Um, well, uh, um, <laughs> This is your moment. Uh, <laughs> tell us a joke. A joke, well... Um, tell so, us about politics. OK. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was, um, I love it when you talk to Well, it's been a really interesting week for, uh, um, been a lot of criticism about uh, whether or not uh, Ed Miliband's visit to see Obama would you like to hear what happened around 7 o'clock on Wednesday you probably don't now but here it is Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Chris Martin was right when he called you that. Just been told by a political reporter, Paul Scoynes. What, just, just tell the listener what you told me. I just made Tony Blackburn a tea. Oué matwe. Eh? Where's my tea? Uh, I... OK, here's something, here's something... I had my first ever pork pie yesterday. 
It was given to me by Mike Reed. Beat that, guys. <laughs> Relax. Don't do it. Oh, when you want to go do it. Relax. You're banned. Pork pie. He then came in. Here's the irony of the whole Relax saga. 30-odd <laughs> years later, he then walked into a studio I was in and went, Ginger beer. Now, now... He was offering me a can of ginger beer. Oh, right. I don't Sorry. like this stuff, but Sorry. I had the pork pie. First pork pie last night. What do you reckon? Nice. Mm. There was no jelly in it, which is good. Mm. But it was delicious. Some people like the jelly. Nah. Cats. Cats and perverts like the jelly. I don't like the jelly. Um, but I do like the Mike Reed, and I liked him even more when he gave me a pork pie. Did you go, pork pie? Why would I have done that? That from the Desmonds. I never watched Desmond's. I did watch the spin-off, Pork Pies Millions, where mm. he won the lottery. Yeah, there you are. Topical. Very topical, very topical. Have you ever um, made a beverage or received a delicious pie from a, a former Radio 1 DJ? Uh, no, but I've had a pint with Noddy Holder. That <coughs> no, doesn't count. doesn't count. She did, did, the question was very, very was specific, quite P-Man. specific, yeah. Very, very specific question. He's been in Radio 1, though. He's been on Radio 1 no, and no. Radio 2. <clears throat> no, mate. It was a very... And he's a DJ now, it's so... It's a very specific Question, have you made beverage or had pie with former oh, Radio 1 DJ, I, I not have, member of Slade? I have, actually. I probably had a beverage from DLT. <clears throat> and after Paul Scoyne's 80-minute two-way, this happened. While you're here, mm. it's very hot at the moment, and I don't just mean the chemistry between us. Yeah. The weather. How are you sleeping at night? Um, in fits. You're, you're fitting in your sleep. No, I'm probably not, no. Fitfully, is that right? Frightfully fit? I would say so. Thanks. Well, the mail has got some tips on how to sleep in the heat. Oh, yeah. Can't sleep in the heat, put your sheets in the fridge. Now, that sounds awesome. That's an old an old trick, yeah. I've heard um, put your sheets in the freezer before bedtime. Now, that actually sounds brilliant. Who's got space for sheets in their freezer? Well, the, the sheet folds up. Yeah, but, I mean, if it's anything like my freezer... Yeah, Our freezer's empty. We've just got some uh, uh, frozen pastry in there. Well, you could maybe roll that out and uh, put that underneath, yeah. Here's, here's, the, here's the best tip. Use a fan. A fan can help reduce your body temperature surprisingly quickly. Professor Jim Horn... Mm, I know Jim. ...says direct the fan towards your face because your cheeks have the ability to release a lot of heat from your body. Wow, Really? However, don't place the fan too near, otherwise you could get neuralgia, a nerve pain in your face. Do you, when you're hot, do that trick of running your wrists under the water, under cold water? No, I don't do that trick. OK, that's a, that's a good old trick. Straight to the veins. Two other tips. Use the spare room. What? Use the spare room. <laughs> why, is, why is that any colder? I don't know. Or try... Now, I like the sound of this. A chillo. Any ideas what a chillo is? No. Well, it's it's a chilled pillow. They've 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 compacted the two uh, words to make one chillo. Does that also involve putting stuff in the fridge? Um, yes, but Doctor Stanley, who tested one, says I found it a bit too cold. So it may not be for everyone's. Uh, you can alter the temperature on your fridge as well if it's. Um, you certainly can. Mm. Paul, great bands. Thanks, thanks very much. Thanks, Ian. Yeah. Do you want to shake or high five? How are we feeling today? I'll high five you. Remember when that lady who used to work here, who we can't name for legal reasons, said this? Philip Seymour Seymour. (laughs) Well, it got worse. I've got to say, I've got to say, uh, 
Can we stop this now? This is not becoming an incident that we will deal with on air. We're not supposed to be talking about... Catherine, this, we will not be dealing with this on air. This is strictly an off... Well, it started as an on-air problem. It will, it, it will be dealt with off-air through the official channels. I'm Leslie glad we're is, not talking about it. Leslie has texted in, Lady Boss is welcome to call me regarding the Philip Seymour Hoffman mistake. Mm-hmm. Any attempt to punish Catherine is ridiculous. She spelt her name wrong. She uses a K, not a C. No, but she spelt Seymour, right? And that's the important thing. It was an obvious slip of the tongue. Oh, f- full of innuendo, Leslie. Unlike Ian's banging with Kelly today. We were banging on the window. We were ba- uh, Kelly and I were banging on the window. Was, w- w- what's the joke there? Leslie? Uh, listen, I don't think we should be talking about this. No, we're, we're not talking about this specifically. I just want to say, I just want to address uh, 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 Leslie's uh, issue. Thank you for your concern. Uh, it really is nothing to do with any of the listeners now. Um, this is being dealt with higher up the food chain. Off air. End of. F off, off air. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I. Uh, you might as well leave. I think your fate has been well and truly sealed, Catherine. Apologies to anyone listening offended by that. It just, I think it's this is. This whole thing's shaking me though. I can't like. Just proves it's not a one-off, doesn't it? Well. I've just let myself down. Kelly, now. could you do me a favour? Could you clip that and send that to Lady Boss, please? Yes. And uh, just just put in the subject heading um, Ev. Yep. Okay. Well, that's a shame. That's a real shame. What a potty mouth! She caused a lot of problems this week. It really was touch and go. Good morning. What would you like to say? Well, I've got a cutting here because I collect papers to put down for my dogs yes. when I go out. Yeah. Necessary. And um, the, a soldier nicknamed Bomb Magnet. Bomb after... Magnet? Yes. That's not a great nickname for a soldier. Well, that's what they call him. The Bomb Magnet, after OK. After being blown up 17 times by... Oh, blimey. In... Incendiary devices. In... Incendiary attacks. Yep. Yesterday, received a medal... For gallantry from the Prince of Wales, hey. Buckingham Palace. Well, isn't that something to celebrate? It happened on the paper the 12th of July. Fantastic. I'm wondering if we can't send him a parcel what? from well, our what? country. I think that would be wonderful. Send him a parcel? A parcel. Of, of he must what? He's still fighting. He thought he'd lost his leg at Red. Well, he's got, he's, got a, he's got a medal and he's been awarded by, by the Queen. That's, that's, you know, that's reward enough, isn't it? Well, don't you think it would be lovely to send him a parcel? What would you put in a parcel to a soldier that you never met? Whose nickname is Bomb Magnet. Chocolate, sweets. Not a clock. I can tell you what they like. My friend's a soldier. Oh, yeah, go on. What are the chocolates and sweets? Chocolate, sweets. Definitely not a ticking clock. You could, no. You can put in... Yeah. You know those little... A um, razor for to shave, I uh, thought, and stuff, stuff to put on his Smellies. They shave. do like smellies, because yeah. obviously it's difficult out there. Yeah. yeah. And it's nice to pamper yourself. Flannel, soap. Magaz- magazines, but they're heavy, so be careful. Nuts. You can send them BFPO for free. Nuts. You've Pardon? got to send light things. Yeah. Make sure. brushes, put it in a case. Put it in a shoebox. Yeah. Yes. Do you know what else they like? Booze. But don't put too much in because the fun police take them out. No, we don't want to give them booze. Yeah, you can give them, like, little gin you and tonics and things. You can't give soldiers booze. You can, they love it. Can't give soldiers booze. Do you think booze. we could arrange it? Well, Maria, listen, that, that can be a little... If you want to, that's a little project that you could certainly uh, get involved with all, all by yourself, maybe members of your local community. I think you can just randomly send parcels. I think you can send parcels. Don't Maria, that would, be, that would be a lovely thing to do. Good for you. But where, where, where can we send it to? Afghanistan? Are, are we still there? there? No, you send it BFPO. Go and ask at the post office. They'll have an address for you. Will they? Yeah. 
Oh, right. Yeah, just pick a place and they'll give you the BFPO address. You can write it on the front of your box. BFPO. BFPO. B-S-E-O. B-F-P-O. C-O. No, P. P for Paul. Or Peter. B-S... Say it again. B... B for B for, for Buzzy B. F for Freddie. Yeah. Don't get frustrated, Catherine. She's doing her best, all right? For goodness P- sakes. Oh, she, she's doing... Try. P for Pepper and O for... B-S-T... Yes, you're o. nearly there. And then O for O. So, B-S-T-O. You've, you've no, hang on. You're, what are you saying, Maria? B-S-T-O. It's not, it's not an S and there's not a T in there. No. P- Catherine, you're not enunciating. It's your accent. Try and F- do it in a normal voice. F, F for Freddie. I've got that. Yeah. Where? P for pepper. P for fe- pepper, yeah. Yeah, not T. There you go. Are you done? So oh. what letters have you got? B-S-P-O. Beautiful. Bingo. OK. Well, you do that, Maria, and that'll be... I've a... got that right. I'm doing my best to get something out there. All right, all right. OK, so listen. No, don't. No, no. Just no, tell... don't, no. please, because... Je- no, just... OK, so... Y- no, because you... it's, t- it's seven right. minutes to nine. Please So don't. I'm I'm the boss. You walk into my office. What's the first thing you say? Ah, <laughs> oh, well, that's it. You're out. You're out if that happens. Paul, you're now the producer of uh, the show. What changes can we expect from the direction of the show? I think that there'll be... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. I think there'll be a sort of... Um... <laughs> a, uh, maybe a sort of a, a, a tough tone, but a light tone. But also a tone that strikes a sort of chord with the listener and one which I think over time people are really going to buy into my way of way of doing things you know it, yeah yeah it's serious but maybe sometimes in life is seriousness but I know how to have oh, have some fun So it turns out there is a way to silence me. Normally when councillors come on, I'm sat there and I'm ready for a right little Barney. And that was the case when this next lady came on. Except, well, she came on air, admitted fault and said she'd try and do something about it. Wind removed sails. Ship drift sea. Speech less. Basically, she beat me by, you know, just coming on and saying stuff. Councillors, have a listen to this. This is a masterclass in how to shut me up. Well, we can speak to Ruth Feigel Headley, Cabinet Member for Transportation at Bucks County Council. Uh, Ruth, any chance you could go out there and see what's happening? Oh, yes, good morning to you. Absolutely. More than happy to go up, more than happy to stand there and have a look. Certainly, people's safety, road safety, is of paramount importance. I'm recently appointed, and, and that's my ethos, uh, more than happy to go and meet the residents, more than happy to welcome the residents into Bucks County Council to sit down and to discuss this further. Um, you know, what more can I offer to do? I'm just very, very saddened to hear their views and the, feel, the way that they feel let down by us, because that's certainly not something I would do. I like you, Ruth. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, no, you've, 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 you've come on. You've not, you've not flim-flammed. You've come on and said, oh, yeah, some people are upset. OK, how can we sort this out? I, I think that has to be respected. You should be Dennis, yeah. You should be Dennis, yeah. You should be Dennis, yeah. What you doing in your bed? What you doing in your bed? I'm not in my bed. You should be Dennis, yes. You should be Dennis, yes. 
be Dennis, yeah. You should be Dennis, yeah. What you doing in your bed? What you doing in your bed? Yeah. Ah, you should be Dennis, yeah. Morning, Dennis. Good morning, and how are you? Um, uh, do you know what? I'm uh, tippity top of the world because I have had strong coffee. Strong coffee, have you? Oh, good. Oh, that'll wake you up. Strong coffee, Dennis. Uh, I tell you what, I don't like this, the music you use. There's some right drivel on there. Yeah, oh well. It sounds as though they're making it up badly. What, the Bee Gees? Whoever you were singing earlier on when I. Uh, got, XTC? When I first. Br- Britain's finest. Swindon's it. finest. No, no. You wanted something with fa- power behind it. Yeah. And I suggested Barbara Streisand on Don't Rain on My Parade. Oh, for goodness sakes, She Dennis. was a woman um, who could blast out a song. Yeah, I know she could. And she could sing well. She'd got a great voice. No, some of these things you put on there, they, they sound like schoolboys making up as they go along. Listen. And badly. Listen, Dennis. XTC, Swindon's finest. And uh, Paul Scoyne's producer of the show, has given it the thumbs up, and that's good enough for me. Oh, poor Paul. Pardon? I said he must be going deaf to listen to that rubbish. Huh? Goodbye. Good morning. And good morning to the rest of Bedfordshire. Put the phone down now, please. Bye-bye. Wow, he has someone to put the phone down for him. <laughs> Here's Jenny in Milson Keynes talking about sausages, a.k.a. sausages. Why, why did you say sausages? I like it. We often use that word down the pub. Do you like my sausage? But what are you talking about? Sausages. Not? No. Sausages, a.k.a. sausages. I was listening to you talking about your... What was it? Pork pie you had yesterday? Mike Reed gave me my first ever pork pie. Yes, because you're eating meat again. Oh, I'm loving the meat. Well, I'll tell you what, it made me think straight away. It's a few years ago now... I ate the most fantastic sausage roll made of ostrich meat. What? (laughs) Listen to me, Ian. Oh, baby, I'm listening. It was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. It was, you know, it was so good that I've never been able to eat an ordinary sausage roll since because it just can't compare. I'm salivating. I'll tell you what, you you would be. It was, it was... Like beef. Have you had beef yet? I've had beef, yeah. yeah. It yeah. was like the best... I have beef every morning. The best, leanest, oh, loveliest, beefiest beef ever. The beefiest beef ever? Yes. Oh, it was man. absolutely fantastic. I, I, Jenny, now I will eat anything. Oh. Would you? No. Horse. Would you eat horse? Well, if I... Well, I probably have. Yeah, I but mean, if, you're, if you're in a restaurant and horse is on the menu, would you eat horse? Well, if I knew that I... Yeah, I, anything you that, you that tastes nice. Anything that tastes nice, yeah, why not? Dog. If it tasted nice. Right, so hang on, you'd eat anything then, cat? Yeah, if it tasted nice. Rabbit? Yes. Well, I used to eat rabbit anyway. Snake? Yeah, probably. <laughs> what about if it tasted nice? Mm, yeah, probably. You're not, you're not so convinced by no, the snake. No, 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 I'm a bit funny. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be a, it would be a dead snake. Could I convince you to um, eat some snake? Mm, 
a little tiny bit. You want a little bit of snake? <laughs> a little tiny bit, just a taste. A little taste of snake. But then if I liked it, I would eat it again. Yeah. I don't think I'd eat a snail, though, Ian. Oh, I've had snails. Oh, you haven't me, me and my boy, when we went to France, he was four-year-old, was well excited, and he was getting them all out, and he was he had more than me. Oh. They do taste like bogeys. <laughs> they, have that, they have that texture, do you know what I mean? That's that kind of texture. Oh. And all you can taste, really, is garlic, because they're smothered in garlic, oh, but they're no. nice. Oh, no, I wouldn't eat that, then. I, wouldn't, I don't like the idea of it feeling like a bogey. J-Dog, you are out in the streets, oxing about the Comwell Gam. Yes. The CWG, the Quag. Yes, Wag one. What response did you get, man? Well, they said they don't care, don't care at all. No, you, no, no. You could, you could just say, "Have listened to this." Okay, listen to this. But with enthusiasm. Listen to this, guys. It's amazing. It's going to rock your world. Not sexual enthusiasm. Uh, okay, listen to this, guys. I think you might enjoy it. Perhaps less enthusiasm. Okay. Um, yeah, listen to this. Here's what people had to say. Imagine you're talking about a house that's, uh, that's burnt down and ah. uh, we've lost a dog. OK, the house that's burnt down, boys. OK. I was out on the streets this week and this is what people said about the Commonwealth Games. No, I, I, I avoided it last night. I don't think it has the same hype as the Olympics. It's really just, just comes and goes to me. I don't really pay attention to it. OK. Deacon Blue. Scotland gave the world Deacon Blue. What else did they give to this planet? You can't ask me that. Where else did I get to this planet? The show ends at nine. Lock this monster. Okay, thank you. That's all I got. Right. Morning, boss. Do you care about the uh, Commonwealth Games? I'm not making any comments. Just a yes or no. Mm-hmm. I'm not making any comments. Oh. It's, it's only one question, though, sir. I'm sorry. It clearly offends you. Thanks very much. Thank you. Hey, Kevin, how are you today, sir? Fine. Fantastic. I'm from Ian Lee's Breakfast Show. The Commonwealth Games. Do you care? Not particularly. I'm working. I'm working each night, so I won't say none of it. What if you weren't working? Not really. Olympics, maybe, but not the Commonwealth. What's the difference? What, why are you into the Olympics, but not the Commonwealth Games? I don't know. It's, 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 Olympics I've always watched. Commonwealth I never have. And just lastly, Iron Brew. Scotland gave Iron Brew to the world. What else did Scotland give to this planet? Haggis. Good shout, I'll take that. Thanks very much. All right. Commonwealth game. Yeah, nice. I uh, saw the opening, very nice. Did you think Rod Stewart looked particularly good last night? Yeah, very nice. Good singer. What about uh, John Barrowman and those lovely teeth? Yeah, lovely. No. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us why you don't care, come on. Um, I don't, I don't think about it. Never thought about it. Thanks, J-Dog, for your Commonwealth game ord. Quagga! Paul Scoynes is my new producer. I'd like you to take this moment to say something meaningful. Um, I... Oh, that's... Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Probably best we forget it. We haven't got much time. Oh. Now, Squints, I set you a challenge this week. Luckily, it was all live on air, so everyone got to hear your success. Or was it failure? It was failure. I've been doing some stuff at another BBC radio station, and I spoke to an MP the other day who I think is insane. Wow. Yeah, he said... No, honestly, you you listen to this and you're, you're here. Okay. Bonkers. He said that NATO 
should have sent armed troops to the crash site in Ukraine. As a peacekeeping force? Well, yeah, or... but that's bonk. But the, you, you, Russian separatists, I, I suspect, wouldn't recognise NATO as a peacekeeping force. You send sol- armed soldiers into Ukraine, suddenly we're in a war with Russia. Yeah, yeah. that is nuts, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you could argue that uh, perhaps you've got to, you know, fight that kind of uh, violence with with something more stronger than just sanctions. Yeah, yeah, let's make it nuclear, shall we? No, you can't go to you can't go to war with Russia. It has to be a it has to be a financial uh, imposition that we put on the Russians and I would be prepared to suffer in my pocket uh, 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 to teach them a lesson. Well, so your gas prices are just going to rocket. Okay. OK. You're happy with that? Well, sometimes... OK, I'm in a fortunate enough position, I could probably afford it. Uh, but, but sometimes you kind of have to, um, you know, if you impose sanctions, then we will suffer as well. But I, I think that we have to do that, don't we? You have to... What's the phrase I'm trying to look... trying to say, Paul? Sometimes you've got to take the hard... It's a hard pill to swallow, and sometimes you've got to do that to, in order to progress. I would swallow a hard pill to teach Putin... I won't say Putin. A lesson. It sounds vulgar. Putin. I'm going to try the uh, uh, MP for North East Bedfordshire, Alistair Burt, who's a former... Try, try. I, I, may I suggest... Go on. We aim higher. What, really? Yep. Hague. Higher. Kofi Annan. Is he related to Kofi Annan? Or are you offering him um, an Indian bread? Kofi Annan? No, higher. Who? Putin himself. Putin. Has anyone tried? What, we always get this attitude here. According to Putin. Well, we always get this attitude. Oh, no, they won't come on. They're too big. Have we asked the guy? Have we asked the guy? That's a fair point. Can you phone up uh, Russia and ask the guy? How do you, where do you start with that? Do you phone up the embassy? There's what? protocols here. There's no... No, there's not. J-Dog... Justin. Yes, boss. Now, listen, I know that you've got um, Argent's uh, phone number mm. and you've got Brian Paul's phone number. I'm yep. chancing myself here. Mm. You've not got Putin's phone number, have you? I haven't, but I'm with you on this one. If you don't ask, you don't get. Years ago, I wanted Lionel Richie. They said to me, you'll never get Lionel Richie on the programme. We phoned him, he came on the show. Just saying. Now, Scoins, yeah. that is an inspiration. It is. He's had Lionel... He was told he wouldn't get Li- Lionel Richie on the show. Hmm. And you, so what was the story again, Justin? You tried and well, what happened? Well, somebody said to me, oh, Lionel Richie, he's too big. He won't come on the programme, he's too busy. We got a call in, no problem. The next day, he phoned me, we did the interview, they said, what, ten minutes? We got, what, an hour from him? What I'll an inspiration. You, I'll tell you who I have got. I've got Frederick Forsyth's number, and he's written several books about, mm. you know, the Can, Cold War. Listen. And he's local and vocal. Exactly. Well, he's not local anymore. Half an hour ago, we didn't have a guest. Yeah. 25 minutes ago... Chris Akabusi was sat right behind me. Mm, thanks to me. Justin is telling me he was told he couldn't get Lionel Richie. Then what? what sorry, what was the story? Just what happened? At Lionel Richie, they said to me, he's too big, he's too busy, he won't come on the programme. Yep. We got a call in. He appeared on the show the next day. And you're saying you can't get Putin? How many hits has Putin had? Lionel Richie's had number ones all over the world. Mm. Exactly. He's big. Paul Scoyens has put his hand up. He wants to speak. Ian, I've uh, just checked with the internal BBC protocol about bidding for significant oh. figures. I'm sorry. I hey. do, look, I'm sorry. Um, you know, I'm not the sort of guy who just calls Lionel Richie up. It's, it's not in my nature. 
Um, you can't listen. The BBC, as we all know, are run by corrupt squares in suits, all right? They don't want you to call Putin because they're scared that we might have a little bit of spontaneity. We might get an exclusive. I don't but he's probably booked for the Steve Wright Big Show. Scoins, man up, grow a pair, call the leader of the Soviet states. Look. It's quite explicit. It says, if you are bidding for a significant figure such as a president or a president of the United States or president of Russia, it says it here, not on the main page, but in another page that I've been looking at. Um, It says, I've got to check, not just with editorial policy, I've got to go through the senior sort of liaison uh, for um, international affairs. I've got to go through not just my, our boss, our boss, I've got to go through their boss, his boss, and several other bosses. I'm not a yes man, Ian, you know that. No, you're a no man. In this instance, I'm a no man. Listen to me. Hmm? My name is Ian Lee. I used to work on Channel 4's The 11 O'Clock Show. I've worked work with such greats as Dom Jolly, Mackenzie Crook, Ricky Gervais, and Ali G. And today, I want to work with Putin. Putin. Call Putin now! How's your Russian? Yeah, that is good, yeah. Putin. I put in the call to Putin, and uh, we didn't get very far. You got nowhere. I got somewhere. I don't believe you even put in the call. I put in the call. I don't think you made the call. I put the call in, Putin, to the Russian president. Where's my Putin? <laughs> I need my Putin! I'm... <laughs> I'm desperate! Where's my Putin? I do it. <laughs> Here's some stuff from Friday. It's Thursday now. Call 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. I don't need them You on. played chicken. I don't need them on. We just played chicken and scoins lost. I didn't. I won. Who wants to play chicken? Kels, you want to play chicken with yes, us? Yes, please. All right, ready, steady, go. Actually, after about... Yeah! After about a minute, the transmitters kick in. Yeah, I know, the emergency tape no, kicks in. They, it wouldn't, because there is some form of sound happening. Scoins was swallowing quite a lot No, there. that's not that loud. That does, it, it wouldn't. Scoins has lost two the, the, games of chicken, radio green, chicken. The green light starts flashing, and that, that is the warning sign. And then someone from Birmingham calls you, and it's, you don't want to take that call. I've had that call. You don't want to take it. So are you out of the game of chicken? We'll just explain that we were playing Radio Chicken. It's, that is not an explanation that What people are missing is that Ian's doing the arms. Yeah, the arms help that uh, particular impression. 
Oh, Scoins, you've got a lot to learn over the next few weeks, haven't you? Months and years, yes. as, as, as you will continue to be the producer of the show. Now, listen, uh, you wanted to say something about... Uh, and Phrase this carefully. OK. You wanted to say something about some of the stuff that's been happening yesterday to yeah, you. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk on um, social media and uh, other online forums about the current situation. I just want to say that, uh, you know, it hits a nerve... So, you know, be nice if you're going to say stuff about the way I put this. Scoins is, is not here through his, his choosing. A situation has happened and has developed that we, we, we cannot and do not want to talk about. Paul Scoins is the producer. Uh, these things happen. Let's move on. Let's get on with it. And let's just enjoy the show as it enters a, a new phase. Yeah, I just, I, I just want to draw a line under that. That's okay. all I want to do. Excellent. That's that done. Ella's in the new forest. Good morning, Ella. Hi. What's, what's wrong? Um, basically... Why, why are you giggling? Been, What's going on? I was in a taxi the other day. Oh, yeah. And the guy told me that um, that I could join his tax company. Oh, yeah. And I'd get paid loads if I answer the phone. Sorry? I'd get paid loads of money if I answer the phone for them. Sounds like a good job. Are you going to do it? Well, I don't know. Well, do, 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 what... Do, what uh, so, hang on a second. Have you got a job at the moment? Yeah. What's, what, what do you do? I work in a Mexican restaurant. Do you really? Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Do you get free Mexican food? Yeah, I do, actually. You can't eat too much of that stuff, though, can you? Yeah, I know. I've got really fat, so... OK. Do you, um, do you have a moustache? No. OK. So, uh, <laughs> but this, this taxi driver... Yeah? He reckons, what, you'll earn more money by answering the phones in a cab office? Uh-huh. Yeah? Than men do. More money than men do. Oh, Sorry? Yeah. Why? Because we're better. But what, answering phones in the taxi office? No, women are better. Women are better at answering phones in the taxi office? Yeah. All right, let's try it. OK, I'm phoning you up. OK. Hi. Hello, is that the taxi company? Yeah, it's the taxi company. Can I help you? Yeah, I'd like a taxi, please. Yeah, OK, sure. When do you want it? As soon as possible, please. OK, cool. What's your name? OK, what, sorry? What's your name? Did, did you just say, OK, cool? No. OK. My name's uh, Tony. Hi, Tony. Hi. Cool. Right. Now you, now you phone me, cos that was rubbish. You phone me. OK, hi, Ian. I mean, hi. You don't, know, you don't, know, you don't know that I'm still Tony, by the way. Right. Hello, uh, taxi cabs, can I help you? Hi, can I order a taxi, please? Certainly. Where would you like it? Um, at my tent in New Forest. Okay, your tent in the New Forest, and where would you be going to? Um, home. Okay, and uh, sorry, what? Uh, what's your home address? Obviously, don't give me the home address, but just you know, to make one up. Um, Manchester. Okay, Manchester. Uh, okay, when would you like that? Now. Okay, we'll be there in about five minutes. Is that okay? Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Can I just take your name, please? I hate you. Sorry. Nothing, Ella. Did you? I th- did you just? No, you wouldn't have done that. Have been far too no. rude. For... No, no, yeah. no, no. No, been far yeah. too rude. I win. Um, well, now technically, I don't know if you do because <clears throat> if you remember, Ella, I asked where you wanted to be picked up from, and where you wanted to go, and I don't remember. No, but the fact that I'm a girl, I win. 
Well, it, well, it, you win if the competition was who's the best girl out of me and you. You would win that, although only just judging by your your your, your manner. But uh, <sighs> if the competition if was who is best at pretending they are uh, answering the phones in a taxi office, which it was, I made that quite clear at the start. Then then I I I, I totally thrashed you. I don't think so. Well, let's go to our independent judge, producer Paul Scoynes. Hi. Um, hi. Um, I, I think, actually, Ian, it, on all criteria, uh, you, you did outperform Ella in that one, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid. Well, Ella, it's been, it's been great beating you in a job application. Yeah, whatever. The last voice you'll hear is from someone who used to work on this show, and we thought we'd give her the opportunity to explain herself. Thanks for listening to this free download from BBC Three Counties Radio, your local radio station for beds, hearts and bucks, on FM, AM, digital radio and online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. 